everybody, this is Jim Mylock and you're listening to Pot of Fame. It is Friday, which means it is Hall of Fame Market Watch, our weekly Friday segment where we talk about one player's Hall of Fame stock we are buying and one player's Hall of Fame stock we are starting to sell or selling it all. And on today's podcast, we're talking both basketball and football. But let's start let's start with basketball. Let's talk about the NBA. Let's talk about a player stock, a young player stock in the NBA we are buying and that is Toronto Raptors swingman Scotty Barnes Hall of Fame stock. So Scotty Barnes has has had quite a week this week. On Wednesday night, uh Toronto played the Hawks. They won, which is kind of rare this year for the the Raptors. They're only 10-14 10-14 this year, but they won on a Wednesday night against the Hawks, and Scotty Barnes put up 27 points, 10 boards, and 6 assists. Uh, on Monday night against the Knicks, he put up 20 points, 6 boards, and had 5 assists. And last Friday against Charlotte, he put up a triple-double, 31 points, 10 boards, and 10 assists. So, hot week for Scotty Barnes this week, which is on top of a hot December he's having. So far in December, he's averaging 24 points per game nine boards and six assists, shooting 59% from the field, but the biggest part, 44% from three. So this is Scotty Barnes' third season in the NBA. And he's he's only 22 years old right now. We are buying up Hall of Fame stock of a kid who's going to play for another decade at least. But he's 22 years old right now, not turning 23 till next year. And Scotty came in the league out of Florida State, kind of raw, raw talent, one rookie of the year, and everyone's like, okay, this is the next great thing coming out of Toronto here. Uh, but last year, he kind of had a sophomore slump. Uh, you know, he averaged 15 points per game his rookie year. He averaged 15 points per game his sophomore season. Actually identical, 15.3 points per game both seasons. His rebounding went down his second year in the NBA. Um, his field goal percentage went down. His three-point percentage was just 28% last year. Again, it was a decent season, and he plays good Ds very long. But Raptors fans started to think, you know, maybe this is just a guy who's going to be a, you know, third option, fourth option on a good team, but nothing more. However, in his third year, again, 22 years old, Scotty's blossoming because this last week is not a outlier for this year, and this month is not an outlier. He is playing lights out basketball as a third year pro. And honestly, could have his eyes on, on the All-Star game uh, coming up you know, in February. He's averaging 20.1 points per game this year, 9.1 boards, and 5.6 assists. So his, his assist numbers are just jumping here. He's, he's becoming more of a primary uh, playmaker on the team. He's also averaging 1.2 blocks and 1.7 steals. But above all, he's shooting 39% from three on five threes a game. So again, these past two seasons, he was taking about two and a half, three threes a game and shooting again, rookie season, 30% from three, 28% from three uh, last season as a second year player. This season, 39.4% from three and 5.3 attempts. That is a huge jump. That's what Raptors fans were dying to see. And Scotty is doing it right now. Now, obviously, Scotty is a very long way to go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, The Rookie of the Year is a great start. A lot of Rookie of the Years are in the Hall of Fame. However, there's plenty of Rookie of the Years that get nowhere near uh, the Hall of Fame. But as a 22-year-old going 20 
nine and six with over a block and a steal on good shooting percentages. Scotty Barnes is again, not an all NBA talent yet, but really making this third year jump to show this is a guy who could make all NBA at some point. This is a guy that can start making all-star teams. Now the situation in Toronto is interesting. You know, I, I again, they're 10 and 14 this year, 10th in the East. They might be trading OG Abanoi. They, they might be trading uh, Pascal Siakam at some point. But Barnes is definitely a centerpiece that I would say is untradeable. I think the Raptors, whatever they do, if they trade OG, if they trade Pascal, it'll be to get pieces to surround Scotty because Scotty is slowly showing he could possibly be a number one, if not a bona fide number two option for a great team. And again, this week shows it, but this season shows it. So I was never high on Scotty Barnes when he came out in the draft. I thought he was going to be a bust just because it was like, this guy can't shoot. He's got length. He's got size. Uh, he has this, you know, good feel for the game, but he couldn't shoot. In the first couple seasons, he really couldn't shoot. Now the shooting seems to be coming along. And if, if that sticks and the rebounding numbers, nine sticks, this is, we're talking about a perennial all-star. Uh, all NBA guy and, and a guy that could take the Raptors far if he has the right pieces around him. So I am buying all the Scotty Barnes stock. Um, that is whose stock we are buying. So let's now move to whose stock are we selling? Number one rule of Wall Street. Nobody. Okay, if you're Warren Buffett or if you're Jimmy Buffett, nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in fucking circles. All right, so whose stock are we selling? We're going to talk about another 22-year-old. So same age as Scotty Barnes, uh, who we just talked about. We're talking about 22-year-old rookie quarterback, and that's Bryce Young, the number one overall pick of this year's draft, of the 2023 draft. Now, this is a very unfair segment, right? Like, he's a rookie, rookie struggle. Payne Manning, I think he threw like 29 picks his rookie year, and look where he went. Um, it's completely fair for rookies to struggle. But Bryce Young continues to look worse and worse with each passing week on a just decimated Panthers team. Uh, over the weekend against New Orleans, he put up his worst game of the season. He was 13 for 36 from the field. That's 36.1%. From the field, I can't remember a completion percentage that low on 36 attempts or more. Um, so again, he threw for 137 yards, no touchdown passes, and a 6 to 28 loss. Um, Bryce has not thrown a touchdown pass since November 19th, so we're coming up on a month now. Um, Bryce hasn't completed 60% of his passes in a game since November 5th, and Bryce hasn't thrown over 200 yards in a game since October 29th. So he is trending down after having kind of a touch and go start to the season where he put up, you know, a few good performances, some, some high passing numbers. He had a nice game against Detroit uh, in early October where he threw for 247 yards and three touchdown passes, but he's really gone downhill the last month and is showing no signs of life on a, in, on a gun on, on a team that has no signs of life. For the year, Bryce Young's 2,192 passing yards, 58.5% completion percentage, nine touchdown passes, nine interceptions. So not the worst numbers we've ever seen by a rookie by any means. 
but it's hard not to start selling this stock when you see his rookie classmate in the number two pick in the draft, CJ Stroud, have a, a an amazing year. I mean, it, it's night and day between CJ and, and Bryce. And, you know, CJ's on a team I thought was going to be absolutely terrible in the Texans. He's made them look relevant. You know, CJ's got 20 touchdown passes, five picks, over 3,600 yards, completing 62% of his passes. He looks, you know, as advertised as a top pick, where Bryce, again, look, looks looks like a rookie, um, but a rookie trending in the wrong direction. And there's been plenty of things, like over the years, we've seen, right, history shows, rookie years, second years for quarterbacks, that it's a big deal. Um, you can get demoralized pretty quickly, down yourself pretty quickly, and that can spiral. And yes, he was the number one pick. And yes, he needs more than a year. But we've seen plenty of top picks come in the league and and show pretty quickly they were not meant for the NFL. And some turn it around in year two and three, and some don't. Um, and right now, Bryce Young, I don't have much confidence. He came in the league a little iffy as that number one pick, only five foot ten. And, you know, sometimes you like, is the arm there? Uh, is he too small? Those were some of the kind of red flags coming in for a number one pick. And again, Carolina doesn't have much talent around him, but I really don't think the Texans have that much talent around CJ and he's really put up these numbers. So again, is it fair to compare those two? No, it's not. We should look at each individual as their own player, but Bryce Young's last couple weeks, again, this 137 yard, 36.1% performance against New Orleans the week before in Tampa, he was 48.4% from the field, 178 yards. I mean, he's not completing 50% of his passes anymore. Um, he's getting sacked four, five, six times per game. It's not good. It's not good on the quarterback psyche. Uh, he can obviously turn it around. He's a young kid. Again, he's 22 years old. But... It's not looking great. So am I selling all of my Bryce Young stock? Of course I'm not. He's a rookie, number one pick overall. It'd be dumb to sell it all. But that stock is going down. And before it goes down too far, I got to get some of these shares off my books. So Bryce Young stock, I am selling. Definitely not giving up on the kid. And I hope down the road I can do a stock up for him. But right now, I cannot help but sell that stock off. So that is Hall of Fame Market Watch, or again, our weekly Friday segment. We will most likely not have a uh, Hall of Fame Market Watch next Friday. Um, with the holidays, I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling. It's going to be a little hard to do that. So might have a week off for this. So if you see me next Friday, that's great. If not, it's the holidays. So bear with me there. And I think you got better things to do than maybe listen to this. Maybe you don't if you're driving somewhere to your in-laws or wherever you might be going for the holiday weekend. Um, we will, though, have a Monday episode, a pot of fame. Uh, it will be a baseball episode. We're going to be talking a lot of baseball here. And it's actually, I'll give a little sneak peek because you're listening on a Friday, right? Chase Utley with the great Jason Stark. So it's a great episode for you. So we will be with you that uh, with that episode on Monday. Again, probably no Hall of Fame market watch next Friday. Uh, if you don't already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow our Twitter account at Pot of Fame. If you've done all that, you have done your homework. I hope you all have a great week. Hope you're having fun at holiday parties. Be safe and 
we will talk to you on Monday. Take care.